Everybody, hour three of the T Row in the morning show on a Wednesday morning. It is game day here in Omaha. Sooners and Aggies coming up at one o'clock here in the uh, Charles Schwab Field. Win today, and the Sooners advance to the championship series. If the Aggies win, we'll play again at one o'clock tomorrow. And it is our great pleasure to be joined now by one of the all-time great Sooners, Major League great. Russ Ortiz, who has come in for today's game. How you doing, Russ? I'm doing great. Great. That's great. Uh, thanks for com- Thanks for being on the show, first off. But I know it's going to mean a lot to the fellas for you to be here today. This is very cool. Well, I, I mean, I got to meet all of them, you know, when I was in Norman last time. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I got to really see what, what they're made of, you know, what they're all about. I mean, I think they scored, I don't know, like 20 runs, I think, that game. And, uh, Which game did the, you come to? Who it was playing? a Kansas State game. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, pitching was great. Every everything, I I got a glimpse of what everybody's seeing right now, and uh, so that was really cool. That was that was a little bit ago. I like it. We average about twenty runs a game when Russ Ortiz is in the house. <laughs> so go. this is good. There you go. This is great. Um, go. So you've been watching uh, the postseason from afar. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. yeah, pretty special run these guys are on, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like when I was there in Norman, you know, talking to players, uh, talking to coaches, um, you know, the other administration, the baseball administration, everybody was just talking about how special these kids were, uh, men, I should say, and, and young men. And um, it was, so it was really cool to, to continue to watch them grow and, and just really – click together uh, and i mean everybody says that they're clicking at the right time and stuff like that but i tell you what that game that i saw that was um you know a couple months ago now i think and um it's not that i just don't see them as just clicking at the right time i mean that yeah they started playing like their coaches believed from the very beginning what they can do and so and it, you know, I mean, it's it's the message that you get at the beginning of the season, of making it here to the College World Series, winning a national championship. You have those goals, and everybody has to buy in and and all that. And then it takes time. And you know, I mean, the same thing with our experience here. Uh, when I was at OU, is it just takes time. You have to buy into it, and the, the players kind of have to. You have to get each other to rally around it, and then once it happens, and you have that kind of team. Uh, great things happen, and and so I think that's what we're seeing. We're just seeing them do what the coaches believe that they they've always been able to do. 
when uh, I talked to you, you, you stopped by the TV booth when you were in town for that game. And I think we, we asked you about that 94 team and whether you guys still communicate with each other. And you said you guys are all on a, a text chain and everything. Yeah, yeah. Have you been talking during the College World Series? Have all the guys been Oh, yeah, it's, it not, it's all – it's – I mean, every time the game's on, <laughs> it's constant throughout the game, you know. I mean, so if the game takes three hours, it's it's three hours, you know, <laughs> just your phone's buzzing and stuff. And But it, but That's we're excited. Awesome. We're excited not only because it's uh, Sooner Baseball, but yeah. um, because of, of – I think it all goes back to, you know, hearing from uh, guys like Ryan Gaines, you know, and and, and then the coaching staff and – and then from any of the players that have been to Norman, you know, watch them play, uh, I think everybody realizes like this is this is actually a special team, and uh, and we've heard that you know they remind um, people of the '94 team, just kind of the the the, the players or personalities, uh, the way they get after it, you know, all 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 the things that you need to to build a a solid you know, mm-hmm. foundation and a solid team and, um, you know, with a lot of talent and to get the job done to bring home a national championship. We saw the video of uh, Bucky celebrating after the uh, yeah. after the <laughs> yeah. last game. Who else is in the Who else is in the group there? Who all, who uh, all stays close? So you get, uh, you know, Damon Miner, um, I believe Ryan's, Ryan Miner's on there, Tim Walton, Kenny Gajewski, Bucky Buckles, MJ Mariani, Chip Glass, um, You're going to get Eric Tim Walton and Gajewski in trouble for yeah. uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's softball. So this is baseball. So that's, uh, that's different. But, uh, yeah, Rich Hills. Um, awesome. Uh, Ricky Gutierrez. You know, and, I mean, Javi Flores. At the end, you know, they're, um, I know I'm missing people. Yeah. That, you know, I mean, there's 19, 20 guys I, I know that are in the, in the thread. And, and it's awesome. I mean, that – that just it makes goes my to heart happy you. just hearing those yeah. names, you know. I mean, it's such great memories. Yeah, I mean, all through through these years, I mean, it's been almost you know thirty years, and to to know that we've stayed connected like this, um, you know, because when we left school, there was nobody had a cell phone, and uh, yeah. so then it once uh, people got cell phones, and and then social media obviously came later, and to know that we never skipped a beat, really. Um, and then OU's done a great job of helping us get together, you know, awesome. um, stuff like that. So uh, I think this goes to show what a special place OU is and then what a special team we had. I don't know if you saw it on social media, but Skip took them all by Rosenblatt yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty cool what they've set up there. You can still see the uh, where home plate was and the foul poles and everything. But he wanted them to feel and – and and be reminded of the history of Oklahoma baseball and what you guys did and what the 1951 team did here. You know, we're in the middle of this thing now. We're right in the middle of this. They're down to four. Do you remember that feeling of being in the middle of the College World Series and what these guys might be going through right now? Yeah, and uh, it was interesting, you know, talking about this yesterday that, you know, once you get past that second game, and it, you know, I was saying that you you kind of feel like okay, now you can now you're settled in. You know, you mm-hmm. get those two wins, and then now you can really settle in, and because um, those first two wins are are huge, and that you know now you uh, you see all the teams that uh, have been in the losers bracket that you know what they have to accomplish to get to the championship game, and 
And so I, I think after the first, you know, you go two and zero, which we did back then, uh, you start to feel like this is realistic. And mm-hmm. but then you have to be careful of not to get too far ahead of yourself at, at the same time. But you know, you're young, and you know you get excited and stuff because this is what you've been playing for. But um, and but that's where the coaches come in. That's where you know veteran leadership comes in, and and. It seems like that's what they have here is this, you know, not getting ahead of yourself and but uh you know, being able to to be two and oh you uh you don't feel I guess the stress of it all uh-huh. as as much as before and, and uh I don't know if that's what, what's going on with them, but you know, I just remember um, you know, the first first two games were uh stressful games and then one run games each, I yeah. Think. And and then after that, uh, like I said, you know, you kind of we just felt like okay, now we're settled in, and then we just, you know, finished it off. I know it's a different, a little different format for the championship, yeah. you know, game this time around. But uh, you know, you definitely it helps you to um, feel less pressure, you know, and and I think it realized what it help. I think it helped us realize how good we actually were. Sure. And so just. You know, and and I think we finally, um, I shouldn't say finally, but I think we really believe that, you know, this was uh, something that could could be special, and and but we just still had to take it one one game at a time, and you know that's where leadership comes in, and and I have no doubt that the leadership here is making sure that there's focus on today's game. All the talk all year is always about getting to Omaha, you know, get to Omaha. And then when you accomplish that and you get here and you're like, man, all these guys are good. But mm-hmm. I could feel what you're saying because you win a game or two and you're like, hang on a second here. Yeah. Like this, I mean, this might be more than just getting to Omaha. This could be a national championship team. And you should believe that all year long. And you should believe that when you get to Omaha. But sometimes it takes a win or two for the realization to sink in. You guys were great. You had an unbelievable major league career. Do you ever look back, though, and say, Man, that Georgia Tech team, well, holy cow. I mean, with Nomar and Veritech and, I mean, that was an unbelievable team you guys beat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. The they cool, were good at the time, but what they turned into was crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I just remember because uh, we played them earlier in the season in a, in a tournament in uh, California and beat, beat them at that point. So I think that was a huge, huge thing for us to realize, uh, you know, because you, you hear about, Veritek and Garcia Parra and Jay Payton, those were like the big three guys, yeah. you know. And and then when you beat them early on in the season, uh, you know, I think he, all of us felt like, well, you know, we got something going on here pretty special, you know. And uh, But it's a long ways, you know. And then getting to play them again, I don't think we had zero doubt that we could mm. beat them because we were like, we already beat them. Yeah. And uh, But when you watch them pregame, it's it was pretty special. That's the one thing I I noticed. Like batting practice? No, taking infield. I mean, do you know, uh, infield, outfield, you know, pregame stuff. And yeah. I mean, I remember watching Veritek the way that he caught he caught the ball and simulated you know swipe tag stuff like that. And and you can see that he commanded the catchers to do the same things. And then it was professional. You know, yeah. the way that you know Nomar, same thing, fielded through. Jay Payton, all that stuff. I mean, you could tell like they were. It was 
it was uh they were you know they did things better than than most and uh you know a little all, intimidating they maybe all, watching them? i think it could be yeah i think i think for other teams it might have been but like i said for us because we i, I think if we would have not played them earlier in the season and then never saw them yeah i th- i think it'd be like oh you know look at those guys like that's different you know but but we had already beat them and I, and i mean that year just it obviously worked out perfect for us because we got to play georgia tech early in the season we beat them and so it allowed us to not be scared of them or not be intimidated at all are you speaking to the team did skip ask you to talk to the team no i i i'm i'm here as a just, just strictly as a, as a fan and uh just to you know cheer them on and so um you know, I didn't, I, I didn't, I haven't even talked to Skip just by text, you know, yeah. just congrats and, and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no reason for me to mess up what they're doing, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, they, you wouldn't mess anything keep, up Russ. No, keep, you would keep what they've been doing. Uh, man, it's awesome to have you here. It's such a special run and to relive, you know, I, like I said, we were over there at Rosenblatt yesterday and the memories just come flooding back of, yeah. Of the dog pile and the guys tripping at the third baseline yeah, on the way to the dog. I was one of those. Were yeah, one of <laughs> I was one. <laughs> and we, uh, we got, Damon's homer. Yeah, and, we got. Uh, we thought we had a great spot right in the middle, and it just caved in on us. And <laughs> next thing you know, we're down and rolling and popping back up. And you know, but uh, yeah, that's. A, I get grief all every time people say see that. I get grief about that, but I was like, I don't care. We we won the national championship. I don't care. That's right. It's great to have you, Russ. Thanks for stopping by. We appreciate it. Good to see you, bud. The great Russ Ortiz, everybody. We'll take a break. More T-Row in the morning show on game day here in Omaha when we come back. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the morning show. So who's really to blame? You know? Final hour of the T-Row in the morning show here on this Wednesday. Hope everybody out there got to uh, fully enjoy the longest day of the year yesterday. Sour the T-Row of the Morning Show. It's brought to you by the great people at RK Black. Uh, they serve both Oklahoma and Kansas. So uh, Pat in Sedgwick, Kansas earlier, if he has a smaller, medium-sized business, RK Black would be the people to call because they can serve you in Oklahoma and Kansas. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com they've been in business since 1952 that's 70 years and they bring you the best in technology solutions like faxes copiers printers scanners document management and even network solutions plus so much more 405-943-9800 uh let's see here can i say two things real fast yes please one i had a whole lot of people who wanted me to thank russ for the pizza parties Mm mm-hmm and he is still within earshot. So, Russ, everybody wants you to know that they're appreciative of the pizza parties. Including uh, Doc Tons B. of people texting in think, saying thank you to Russ for the Doc B pizza parties. Uh, the other thing is, it is my wife's birthday today. Ooh. I would like to say happy birthday to the beautiful, the generous, the loving Jennifer Rowland today. Happy birthday, sweetheart. That's all, Drake. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry I'm birthday. in Omaha. Happy, happy birthday, I hope I'm in Omaha. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry I'm in Omaha. Yeah. But that is, uh, happy birthday. That is uh, your fault. 
it's uh, not mm-hmm. TJ's fault. It's your fault that you're in Omaha today for your wife's mm-hmm. birthday. But I'm sure hopefully next Tuesday you'll be able to celebrate that with her fully. That's right. Uh, Air Covered Solutions text line. Great opportunity today for the Sooners. Let's seize this opportunity and finish the Aggies in today's game. Okay. I like it. I like the plan. Uh, from Pastor. Good. That's good. That's a good That's thing. A good thing. Uh, Pastor Andy, make a prediction, T-Row, on who gets the first O-Mama tonight on the defensive side and what kind of play will it be? Oh, boy. Uh, an O-Mama prediction, huh? We don't pass those out very often. Uh, I took a. I, I think there's been a grand slam and the uh, flipping over the rail. Those are the the only two that we've passed out so far. You know, Kendall Pettis has been a little quiet. I'm going to go with KP today. I'm going to say KP gives us a wow moment in some uh, form or fashion today. Uh, here he had one in Vatech too, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the flip over. So um. Next up, Air Comfort Solutions text line. What time is the game today, y'all? It'll be at uh, 1 o'clock, 12.30 pre-aiming here at, here on the uh, uh, mothership station of the ref, uh, 1400 a.m. here in Norman. You also hear that game, including the pre-game and post-game, on the KREF app worldwide. Um, Toby, I counted 24 home games for OU baseball this season. What would you think of it becoming a regularly scheduled thing that five of those are in Bricktown and heavily promoted throughout the city with hopes of hooking more people and uh, hooking up more people with tickets and funneling people to Norman? Uh, maybe they could uh, shuttle season ticket holders from Norman. They've, they've done the Bricktown tickets with Bedlam in the past, and it hasn't yeah. been a huge success at times. So this is not exactly the question that was asked, but um, I do think it's going to be interesting once Oklahoma makes the move to the SEC, what happens with some of these Big 12 rivalries? Do any of them continue to exist in a non-conference format? And not just only talking about Bedlam, but certainly talking about Bedlam. I, I think the Sooners and Cowboys will get together once or twice a year, maybe maybe a series in some form or fashion. But I, I've heard some rumblings about the possibility of, of, of Texas Tech on down the line. You know, they play in Amarillo. Maybe they play one game in Amarillo, one in Bricktown uh, every year. Uh, you know, TCU, do you try to get together with them? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if – but it will be interesting because you've got <clears> – <throat> You've got a very tough conference you're going to be playing in. You know, you're going to play 30 brutal conference games. But you also now have opened up an interesting new possibility in the non-conference world with localized Big 12 teams that will be non-conference games in the future. Are they mad at you? Do they not want to play you anymore? Uh, or would they also love an opportunity to schedule an SEC team in a non-conference game? Maybe an OUTCU set in a midweek in in uh, Arlington or uh, whatever the case may be. So I think Bricktown will be a part of that in some regard. I think I think you'll still see uh, uh, Tulsa in some form or fashion, uh, Amarillo, um, 
So I know that's not exactly the question that was asked, but I am intrigued to see scheduling-wise what becomes of the Big 12 foes that are still very good, obviously very good baseball programs and would be valuable non-conference opponents, how often OU tries to schedule them. Last one here on the text line, Air Conference Solutions text line, uh, 651-3439, 405-651-3439, uh, before you get to Benny on the phone lines. Uh, very important text message here. Toby wants to know if your neighbor is mowing your yard while you're gone in Omaha. <laughs> no, my son is. My son actually, Peyton called me yesterday. He was uh, he was on top of the bad boy mower, and he had a question about raising the deck. And so, uh, yeah, Peyton's been uh, uh, trained, fully trained on the bad boy, loves it, and is excitingly taking care of the of the yard this week while I'm gone. Um, so there you go. There's the answer to that. Let's get Benny on the air. Benny, good morning. Welcome to Omaha. PR, good morning. How are you doing this fine morning? Great. Sooner. Couldn't, couldn't be better, Benny. Starting today. Sandman is on the mound today. David Sandlin will get the start today. Absolutely. He's got a chance to pitch OU into the championship you series today. Hey, I would just have to tip my hat to these uh, kids playing baseball in the heat today. I went and ran four miles this morning. That heat and humidity, I'm just worn out, and I think, how in the world these kids play at 1 o'clock in the afternoon with that heat and humidity? They've got to be in one heck of a conditioning and shape. Well, they are. They're in way better shape than me. I don't know if they're yeah, in better shape you than, than you or not. I will say that we've gotten a break here. The last couple of days has been much better. Like today is only a high of 89. Wow, not bad. Um, and not much wind, uh, just a, a light breeze. Uh, yeah. But the yeah. humidity here is not nearly as bad as it was in Gainesville, Florida. Yeah, so well, it's, it's just morning, hot. It was, I think but today would be when, much better. I think this morning when we went out, it was 78, 78 humidity and a little light breeze, which I never like to run into the wind, but this is kind of a day I enjoy the wind. Do you think we can pull it off today, my brother? Well, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they beat Texas A&M before, so yeah, it, yeah. It, they certainly are capable of beating these guys. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. kind of what the Aggies – M.O. has been this year is they're scrappy, and they're a mm-hmm. bunch of fighters. They are talented, but not the most talented team probably in the country. But, man, they play hard. They take a ton of pitches. Uh, they got a really good lineup, and they get after it. So, trust me, Texas A&M will not go down without a fight, and it might take two days to get them. I don't know. But not. certainly hey, Oklahoma's capable of it, yes. Who won between the Hogs and the Tigers yesterday evening? Never did hear. Arkansas beat them 11-1. Wow. So we've got Ole Miss and Arkansas mm-hmm. in the other semifinal right. tonight. Well, I'm just hoping that we can pull it off, and I think we can, and get in there and beat either the Hogs or the, or the Bulldogs and take care of either or. All right, Benny. Hey, great hearing from you, buddy. I enjoy listening to your broadcast and – Thank you. Uh, I, I, you're, you're, you're my favorite play-by-play announcer. I really enjoy listening to you with the, I, how you describe the game, and it's just a marvel that, that I get to listen to you, my brother. Well, you Thank made you my day, much. Bennett. Boomer you made my sooner. day. Thank you, buddy. Take Boomer care. Sooner. Bye. All right, break time, 8.30 in the morning. 
Last opportunity for you to get a text or a call into the show when we come back. You could call us on the Riverwind call-in line, 405-329-9000. You could shoot us a text, a question, or a comment to the text line, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. We've buried the lead today, Drake. Go ahead. We've gotten all caught up in this baseball game and Omaha and NBA draft and all that. We've buried the lead today, Drake. The Big 12 Conference has named Sprouts the official grocer of the Big 12. Huge. This is huge, Drake. Uh, Sprouts. Uh, Sprouts Farmer's Market named the official grocer of the Big 12. What do you think? Uh, incredible. What it, Was it a Trapper's Beef Jerky that was the official Old, jerky? Uh, put a little respect on their okay. name, Drake. It's okay. Old Trapper Beef Old Jerky. Old Trapper, okay. You remember I gave it an official review on my drive yeah, out to absolutely. Lubbock, Texas and back. Gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, old Trapper, by the way, got wind of all the talk about it, and uh, I am told is very pleased. And there might be some Old Trapper in our future Ooh. Uh, for the radio crew this year, that? sounds like. I love that. Uh, now, are you a frequent shopper at Sprouts? Drake? I am, actually. There's one here in Norman that's uh, mm-hmm. one of my uh, frequent stops. It's one of the closest grocery stores to my house. So, yeah, it's it's. What is it you like about the Sprouts? Is it the uh, array of... Uh, Produce they have available there. They, they have good produce. A little they, healthier, right? Isn't yeah, that what they're bit, known for? Being a little, a little healthier. healthier. They have some uh, some good natural sodas and stuff like that. Some yogurt. You enjoy a natural soda? Yeah. The uh, huh. the, the one I drink is called Olipop. Um, it's got prebiotics in it. It's pretty tasty. It doesn't have a ton of calories. Okay, so. Prebiotics or probiotics? Prebiotics. Prebiotics. Okay. Very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. An Olipop. Yeah. Okay. I have not tried the Olipops. Yeah. Give it a shot. All right. Very good. You know, my wife likes to shop at the Sprouts. I call it the Sprouts. Mm-hmm. My wife likes to shop there, and what I have figured out so far is that it costs about five times as much as everywhere else. <laughs> That's what I know about the Sprouts. Uh, um, you just gotta, but I think just it gotta is better for you. Zero. That's all you got to do. I think, it is, I think it is better for you. So uh, there you go. Sprouts has been named the official. I guess this is something new for the Big 12. They're going around getting some uh, official partner, you know, the official beef jerky of the Big 12, the official grocer of the Big 12. Um, So big news. I apologize to everyone who was up early waiting for us to talk about that today. Uh, by the way, t I, I am hearing, uh, hearing myself bounce back a little bit. I don't know if you have another headset over there that's uh, on. That you can How about now? Yep, that's better. That's better. How about better. now? Yeah. I had Russ Ortiz's headset still open. Yeah. No, that's, My apologies, that's Drake. That's much Amateur better. move. You're I, I, I got to figure out what you told me yesterday about this mute button, by the way. Let's see. Uh, let me see if I can. What did you say was on the dashboard there? I believe it's dashboard is the one. Dashboard. Let me put the glasses back on. This is okay. very interesting. Oh, I see it right there. So I'm on four. If I do that. Yep. 
I just coughed my head off, and I I had no idea that was an availability. Look at that. I will be using that during today's game broadcast. Perfect. Perfect. Way to go, Beautiful. Draker. Beautiful. Way Beautiful. to go, Draker. Uh, you want to get to the text line real quick? Sure. We got Are, some people out there want to be heard. Absolutely. Uh, one thing. Uh, I figured I'd play this. It's only about forty seconds, but Bob Stoops was on the Rush yesterday. Okay. Uh, talked about the OU baseball team real quick. So here we go. Oh man, it's been fantastic. I've watched all of it. Uh, really been exciting and fun to watch. Uh, big congrats to them so far, uh, Coach Skip Johnson and their staff and players. Just playing so well. I mean, the uh, uh, hitting up and down the lineup, the uh, the defense, the pitching. It's been fun. Uh, I just wish them great luck in continuing. I really believe they will. And there, there's nothing like playing your best ball when you have to you know, here towards the end and and I think they're in a great rhythm, so uh, wish them the best of luck, uh, you know, finishing it out. Uh, program awesome. guy right there. T-Rex. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's very cool. Uh, every every Tuesday on the rush, uh, he hops on with Teddy and Tyler. Um, let's see. Air Covered Solutions text line. Dylan says, great day to be a Sooner. Boomer Sooner. Things have been a lot better around here since Mule Shoe left. <laughs> It all comes back to Lincoln Riley. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Toby, is there any chance Jamani McNeese could end up playing in the NBA this season? What do you feel good about his chances? He's been playing in Italy currently. Wow, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I have no idea how he's been doing. I mean, I knew he was overseas, but I have I, I haven't really uh, been keeping up with how he's been doing over there. So this is a. Uh, May, oh, great, that'd be fantastic. No, my answer is I have no idea, no idea. You've got nothing going on today. I T-Rose, love your so money. If you though. could, you could do some investigative reporting. That'd be great. One of my all-time favorite uh, Sooner basketball players, Jamani McNeese. What a great guy. Uh, Chloe, a big fan as well. Yeah, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah that's right. Barbecue chicken and bread. Barbecue. Yeah, they their own language. Yeah, their own mm-hmm. language. Her and her and Jamani uh, would speak to each other in their own language. <laughs> Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Just so people understand, he was her counselor at the Lon Kruger basketball camp. That's right. And they became uh, fast friends. Um, Jim in Arlington, he's listening on the KREF app. We know know a little bit about how or how little the OU bullpen has been used, but how much has Texas A&M's bullpen been used in Omaha? Stand by. I've got uh, all three box scores right here. The answer is okay. quite a bit. Uh, remember their starter against OU on Friday went like an inning and a third, an inning and two thirds. All right, let me – here we go. Okay. So against uh, – where's it at? Where's it at? Hang on, Drake. Just calm down. Holding. Hang on. Okay, here it is. Uh, against OU, they threw six guys in game one. Detmer Minif- – Oh, they did throw Prager. I forgot. They threw him for a third of an inning. He gave up one hit and had one strikeout. Cortez and Johnston. Against uh, Texas, they threw three guys, Dallas, Polish, and Rudis. And against Notre Dame, they threw three guys, Detmer, Rudis, and Menifee. So Rudis has been used a couple of times. Menifee has been used a couple of times. Polish is the guy for me that uh, you need to circle. Polish has only been used once. He is, I believe, their best pitcher. Um, 
There he comes out of the bullpen, but is capable of going multiple innings. He threw forty nine pitches against Texas on Sunday. I'll tell Connor to. What? Sorry that? about that. Sorry about that. Hey, Luan was asking me a question. Oh, before. okay. Um, so I think Polish is the guy that they're going to stack Prager with. Um, but yeah, they've used way more bullpen than the Sooners have so far. But they've got a really good bullpen. Oklahoma used Sandlin, who's not really a bullpen guy, and Trevin Michael against A and M, and they used Jarrett Godman for an inning and Trevin Michael again against uh, uh, Notre Dame. So uh, Chaz unused. Carter Campbell hasn't been used yet. Um, I, I would would think Jared Godman, because he pitched well, would have an opportunity to maybe throw again. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody that they use quite a bit out of the bullpen for some reason. But, um, no, it's it's a fully stocked OU pitching staff, and that's what happens when you stay in the winner's bracket. You get these these breaks. You know, Notre Dame – I mean, uh, Texas a and is going to have to win three games in three days, and Arkansas is going to have to win four games in four days to get through this thing. And uh, the Sooners are rested. Now, you still got to go do it. It's good to have advantages on paper. The other side of that is Oklahoma's been off for a couple of days, and Texas A&M's been playing baseball. And so they're, you know, in a nice little groove right now. They've gotten some guys that have gotten hot at the plate. They're feeling a little confidence after winning a couple of games. So that's the other side of, of, uh, of being in the winner's bracket is you got to face a team now that's maybe caught fire on you. But, um, yeah, it'll be a good test. This, this is going to be a battle. We have not yet had a close game. We've had ten games in the College World Series now, Drake, five days of baseball, and still no game closer than four runs. Isn't that amazing? I, I thought yesterday was going to be the day. I really thought we were going to see some nail biters and some good finishes and some extra innings and some walk-offs and stuff. No, two more Man, blowouts. I was feeling so bad for that Bellow kid last night for Auburn too. Like him battling the sun in that nightcap game. Brutal. Oh, man. Brutal. Yeah, that that home run ball. He never saw it. No. That was. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, there'll be sun today because it's a day game, but it'll be straight overhead. It'll be pop-ups you got to worry about. It's not the it's not the setting sun at 6.30 at night that uh, that you get for the night game. A few more here on the text line, T-Row, before we get to the crossover. Um, Big Bad Wolf says the Aggies will not go softly into the night. Definitely agree with that. Um, Definitely. This team won the SEC West. Yeah. They are uh, fighters, man. I mean, they are fighters. So you're going to have to knock them out. They're not going to give it to you. Like a true slosh nagel team. Um, Air Comfort Solutions text line is Oklahoma just that good that everyone is hating. We took a chance trying to get an extra base. That's how high the standard is now. Uh, people just want to almost to made it. A, we almost made it through the show. Yep. Almost made it through the show without the extra base yeah. uh, comment. Yeah, um, Clearwater Beach, the official vacation destination of the Big 12. <laughs> and last one here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Actually, a couple here. Uh, Burley Boomer saying. I feel like Branson would be more likely the official vacation destination of the Big 12. Yeah, I could see that. 
Yeah. Um, T Row, J Row can shop at Sprouts as long as you're eating at Wild Peckers. And uh, <laughs> one more, uh, actually, is uh, everyone collectively when uh, Toby said happy birthday to his wife, Jennifer. And it's a uh, gif of Kristen Bell covering her face. So, uh, Now, has the fine come in yet from the FCC for your uh, nothing yet, slip nothing up? Nothing yet. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. I, I didn't fully slip up. Come on. Hopefully, now. here's my hope. I, I didn't mean, get saving, to the last letter of that word, so our I think saving we're good. grace is that uh, school is out. So hopefully, not too many children were listening when uh, Drake let fly with an expletive earlier this hour oh, or last hour. But uh, yeah. Drake, uh, you let me know how much the fine is, okay? You'll and, pay it uh, for me. Perfect. No, no, no. I just am curious to know how much oh. it is. <laughs> Chris Plank next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. All right, here we go, here we go. The uh, Sooners have started to show up down here. I'm I'm outside the team room at the uh, Hilton in downtown Omaha, and uh, they are filing in for some uh, breakfast and some final team meetings before heading over to the ballpark. 1 o'clock today, 1230 pregame. We welcome in now Chris Plank for the crossover, brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Good morning, Plank. T-Row, you expecting uh, Ryan Prager today for Texas A&M? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's going to be it. I think we're going to see Prager and Polish. I think those are going to be the two guys. I think Schloss is going to double up on lefties today and see if he can uh, slow down the Sooner bats with them. Did you did you buy what he was selling that maybe lefties could? And and I thought you know I was really hoping. I know you and I were trading some text on it. I was really hoping there'd be something spicy like, hey, you know, we've won two games. We've got something for Oklahoma, and there really wasn't. You know, it was just. Mm-hmm. But he did say, you know, it's not like you can think about. Oklahoma trying to slow him down, but you know, with lefties, maybe you got a little bit more of a shot. Do you buy that? Yeah, no, I think that. Um, I mean, the OU's got a losing record this year against left-handed starting pitching. They're eight and ten. Um, right. I can't off the top of my head. I want to say it's like thirty-two and twelve or something like that against righties. I'm in the ballpark, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batting averages are not a big difference, but a little bit, a little bit. Uh, there are a couple of guys, two or three guys, that actually hit lefties better than righties uh, on this team. So, theoretically, sure. Uh, they have not faced, I think more than anything, they have not faced very many left-handed starters in this hot streak. Uh, 15 of the last 16 or 16 of the last 17 games, they faced a right-handed starting pitcher. And the one lefty starter that they face, they beat him up pretty good, but another lefty came in and they actually ended up losing that game. So, um, you know, it's a gamble. I, I, or it's not a gamble. I think it's it's according to the numbers, it makes sense to throw a lefty against OU. Absolutely. Now, gotcha. Jimmy Crooks hit a three-run homer off an A&M lefty. Uh, Jackson Nicholas hit a grand slam off an A&M lefty. So sometimes you can take those numbers and stuff them in a sock, you know? <laughs> um, but 
I if I was an opposing head coach, that's probably what I'd do. That's probably what I'd do. Yeah. They, they got you know, you're looking at Robertson, Nicholas, Crooks, uh used to be Squires, but uh mm-hmm. they'll 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 put a right handed DH in there now. Uh Spikerman is a lefty. So you've got uh you got good reason to try to throw a southpaw against him, I think. For by the way, how cool was Rosenblatt yesterday, dude? Just I, <laughs> I, I love what they did there. You know, I mean, oh really? If you're gonna tear down a a classic, an American classic like that, at least they did something cool there to help preserve the memory of the place. So it's a cool little like t-ball fi- t-ball field. I mean, you you wouldn't actually play a game there, but you can. Like the team was out there with T-ball bats and uh, um, not T-ball, uh, wiffle ball, wiffle ball field, right. and um, they preserved some of the old seats and they had the arched Rosenblatt sign that used to sit on top of the scoreboard. They got the foul pole still up where they were and home plate up, and so yeah, super cool. And I thought it was really neat that Skip took the team by there. And they seemed to appreciate it, you know. They kind of soaked it in, so that was really neat. Really, how are you feeling today? I'm excited. You know, you've I've been, been doing a lot like of coverage I, I, of this event. Yeah, I know, man. It's been fun for me. It's the second year they've asked me to do all the post game stuff, and obviously, whenever you, whenever you have a team in there that you really, really, really know, like I really, really know Oklahoma. Uh, it's it's fun, right? I mean, I can't sit yeah. here and pretend like I'm some Ole Miss expert coming into this postseason or that I watched a lot of Arkansas, but uh, it, it adds to it a little bit. Hey, I don't want the crossover to go by T-Row today without a very special happy birthday to the first lady of Oklahoma Broadcasting. <laughs> very and I'll nice let it go by. Very happy nice birthday, Jen Rowland. Toby, have a great call today, man. I can't wait to listen. Thanks, Blake. Have a great show. All right, see you, buddy. Stick around, guys. Chris Plank and Josh Helmer coming up next. I'll be back with you at 1230 for pregame coverage today. Semifinals of the College World Series, Oklahoma and Texas A&M. Enjoy the baseball, everybody. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. <laughs> 